Uterine fibroids are surprisingly common during childbearing years, with almost 85% of women having one within her lifetime. Even though fibroids are almost always benign and can occur without symptoms, those patients who do experience symptoms, like pelvic pain and heavy menstrual bleeding, often find the condition hard to live with. So what treatment options do we have to help boost our patient's quality of life? This is Everyday Family Medicine on ReachMD. I'm your host, Dr. Jennifer Cottle, and joining me today to talk about non-surgical approaches to fibroids is Dr. John Littman, interventional radiologist and founder and medical director of the Atlanta Fibroid Center in Atlanta, Georgia. Dr. Littman, thanks for being with us today. No, thank you. Appreciate you having us. Well, we're excited to have you to talk about such a, an issue that's so common uh, for so many women. So let's start. You know, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you came to be in interventional radiology, and then also how you focused your career on non-surgical treatment of uterine fibroids? Well, I'm an interventional radiologist, as you said, and interventional radiology is a fascinating medical specialty. It's kind of cutting edge without the cutting. We do procedures all over the body, these targeted treatments using non-surgical solutions. And I happen to be doing a, an elective with a pioneer in interventional radiology many, many years ago during my training and was a mentor to me and kind of turned me on to IR. And I've, I've been an interventional radiologist here in Atlanta for the past a little over 25 years now. Excellent. So, you know, let's talk about specifically fibroids. You know, once you realize a patient has fibroids, can you really walk us through the next steps? You know, what treatment options do you have to choose from? And you know, kind of take us through this process. Well, fibroids, as you said, are extremely common. It's the most common pelvic tumor in women. One of every three women have these tumors, and they're particularly common. Up to 80% of African-American women have these benign tumors. So we primarily see uh, African-American women. And while they have uh, fibroids commonly, we're really seeing the symptomatic ones. So obviously, if they have fibroids without any symptoms, for the most part, there's no treatment necessary unless there's an infertility issue. For the symptomatic fibroid patients, they will often present typically with symptoms of heavy bleeding. In fact, it's the most common reason why women have heavy periods. And we kind of try to break it out a little bit further between kind of cyclic bleeding and anovulatory bleeding. But those are kind of the two main categories. At the Atlanta Fibroid Center, where I am, I see primarily structural causes for their abnormal bleeding, obviously most commonly fibroids. But there are other conditions that we will see, like adenomyosis or endometrial polyps, that also cause heavy bleeding. And you, that's where talking to the patient, getting a thorough history and physical, laboratory analysis to uh, there are some lab testing and, and certainly imaging, imaging being a, a very key component to see if, you, if the patient does have one of these structural abnormalities. And once it's determined, say, through imaging that a patient has fibroids and the symptoms that go along with it, say, typically heavy bleeding, pain, urinary frequency, then we try to go from the least invasive approaches to the more invasive, the least invasive being dietary and other modifications to their lifestyle. A lot of the patients that we see are overweight, obese, or morbidly obese. One of the reasons why women suffer with fibroids, particularly women of color, is that they have more body fat than other racial groups, and body fat is a reservoir for estrogen. 
and it's oftentimes this imbalance or sometimes unopposed estrogen that can make these fibroids grow and become symptomatic. And when they do, they often arrive at the Atlanta Fibroid Center. So we start with exercise and diet and try to lose any excess body fat. We may alter their diet to try to limit or lower the amount of hormonally rich foods and add foods that uh, tend to block estrogen, like fruits and vegetables, colored fruits and vegetables that have flavonoids in them. And then oftentimes, particularly in our practice, that won't be enough to deal completely with the problem and because they're usually coming to us with pretty big fibroids and numerous fibroids, but it's a, it's a nice start and will help. But oftentimes, these patients need more intervention. They will often have tried uh, the next step, which is medicines like non-steroidal anti-inflammatory medicines or birth control pills or levonorgestrel releasing IUDs like the Mirena. And these will also work for a while, but the medical therapies for fibroids, quite frankly, are inadequate currently. And uh, the next step is uterine fibroid embolization. I think it's one of the biggest medical breakthroughs for women because oftentimes these women in the past have gone on to surgery, either myomectomy or hysterectomy. And, and frankly, the surgery really is unnecessary. The embolization works in the vast majority of people. It treats every fibroid in the uterus, whether you have one or 100. It has a very high success rate and a very low risk done as an outpatient. Patients go home the same day with a Band-Aid, either at the top of their right leg or their left wrist. There's a brief recovery after the procedure, go home the same day, and a recovery at home of about five to seven days. And importantly, they get to keep their uterus because there's no reason to lose your uterus over benign fibroids. For those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to Everyday Family Medicine, and I'm your host, Dr. Jennifer Caudle, and today I'm speaking with Dr. John Lippman about treating uterine fibroids. So, Dr. Lippman, you've been talking about a non-surgical treatment option for fibroids called uterine fibroid immunization, or UFE. You know, what else can you tell us about this approach, and can you tell us a little bit more about some of the additional benefits in addition to what you've already mentioned? Sure. Uh, the, again, the UFE procedure treats fibroids very effectively. It does it as an outpatient, so women can get the relief of symptoms, avoid the risks and long recovery of surgery, and keep their uterus, which is, I think, something that is rather undervalued by a lot of physicians that oftentimes, in the, at least in the past, women have been told, well, you know, if you're done having your children, you don't need your uterus anymore. And that's really not true at all. There are a lot of benefits beyond childbearing for the uterus. It's important for women psychologically. It's the epicenter of their womanness. So women can struggle psychologically after hysterectomy. We know that it's important for women sexually. There's a lot of sexual dysfunction uh, that is seen after hysterectomy. There's a lot of bone loss. And now there's reasonable data to suggest the uterus is important in heart health. So if you can keep all your parts, it's certainly important to do so. And UFE should definitely be included in the armamentarium to, to treat symptomatic uterine fibroids. So, you know, now that we've covered the many benefits of the procedure, what about some of its potential risks? You know, what should we as, as physicians and healthcare providers and our patients be aware of? Well, the risks for UFE really pale in comparison to the surgical counterparts. So there's a lot less risk uh, in undergoing a UFE than undergoing either the myomectomy or surgery uh, or, or hysterectomy, the surgical procedures. 
but there are a couple of risks that people need to know about. One is there, there is a small risk of someone not menstruating again permanently after UFE. So um, the risk for amenorrhea after UFE is very small. In fact, in the over 7,000 patients that I have treated, I've never seen anyone under the age of 40 that this ever happened to. So it's a condition that's typically seen in women um, over 50, but we have seen a small percentage of patients around 1% to 2% that are between 40 and 50 that this has happened to. So it's a very rare event for uh, a woman to not have a menstrual. And typically, the ones that do see this, as I say, they're often over 50. They're, they're actually thrilled with that prospect. The other risk that's of note is what's called retained fibroid slough. Uh, there's about a 5% risk of patients sloughing some fibroid material uh, vaginally um, temporarily, maybe a couple of cycles where they'll see this kind of fibroid slough material come out. And it's okay. It's, a, it's important to tell the patients you might see this temporarily. But there is, uh, in some women, and we've seen 20 women in the over 7,000 treated, we've needed actually a DNC to deliver this material out with the gynecologist's help. So again, a very unlikely event, but something that you know, is, is necessary in a, in a rare patient. As a family physician, you know, I'd actually like to, to throw in an additional question, you know, for our listeners out there who uh, may not be in the Atlanta area, you know, can you tell us throughout the country, say, how common this procedure is and how easy it might be to get a patient to a center like yours, certainly if you're in the Atlanta area, um, that becomes easier. But, you know, is it is it relatively simple to get a patient in for consultation for this procedure throughout the country? You know, what are your thoughts about that? Absolutely. This, this procedure is available through Throughout the country, uh, there are interventional radiologists nationwide. The easiest way to find an interventional radiologist in your area is to go to our society's website, which is the Society of Interventional Radiology, and their website is sirweb.org. So it's sirweb.org, and then there's a, a doctor finder that's listed by state, and then once you're in your particular state. You can go alphabetically by city and, and find an interventional radiologist uh, that can perform UFE. It's available, say, nationwide, but we also see patients who want particular expertise in fibroids. Um, and so we'll see, fortunately, you can fly nonstop to Atlanta from pretty much anywhere. So we do see a lot of patients travel for the expertise, but you can also find IRs in your community most likely. And finally, you know, before we wrap up, uh, Dr. Lippman, are there any final thoughts that you'd like to share with our audience about this important topic? Well, certainly. I mean, I think it's something that if you're not familiar with the UFE procedure, that definitely look into it. Um, we've been doing this procedure uh, a very long time, and it has a lot of long track record of, of safety and efficacy. The problem largely has been that Gynecologists don't perform this procedure, so they may or may not tell the individual patient. So it's important for all physicians, primary care physicians, family physicians, internists, general practitioners to know about UFE because they may not hear about UFE, uh, their patients uh, otherwise. And so I hope that um, they will look into it if they're not familiar with it, kind of add it to the armamentarium. It, it fits in nicely after medical therapy. Once medical therapy is tried and it 
if it's not helpful enough, instead of surgery, to consider a consultation with an interventional radiologist like myself to talk about UFE because I can tell you it has a very high patient satisfaction because it, it treats all of the fibroids. It's typically a one-time procedure. It's outpatient. Patients uh, don't like the long recoveries from surgery and the risks and, and losing their uterus. So this is a tremendous breakthrough for women, particularly women of color who disproportionately suffer with fibroids. And so I'm hopeful that this will educate physicians on, on UFE and, and we'll see a lot more UFEs being done and less hysterectomies because it's really unnecessary for symptomatic fibroids. And finally, is there a website or uh, that people can go to to learn more about what you offer? Absolutely. Well, we're the Atlanta Fibroid Center, and so atlantafibroidcenter.com or our main uh, practice, the Atlanta Interventional Institute, and that is atlii.com. You know, with so many women having uterine fibroids uh, at some point during their lives, it's really great to know that there are different treatment options out there. And I want to thank you, uh, Dr. John Lippman, for sharing your knowledge on this topic. Dr. Lippman, it was great having you on the program. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate you having me on today. Absolutely. And I'm your host, Dr. Jennifer Caudill. And to access this episode and others in the series, please visit us at reachmd.com, where you can be part of the knowledge. Thanks for listening.